Hello, this is Michael Beck, and thank you for joining me for episode three of Mike the Mike. And I just want to give a big thank you to you, Michael, who's listening, for listening to my podcast and give me your feedback thus far. I really appreciate it. And just want to give a little bit of an update that I've I've been taking a look at uh, the Anchor podcast and checking in to see if it's been distributing. And thus far, it doesn't look like it has been. It looks like it's still only available on Anchor. And I imagine that's not the most convenient. So I apologize for that. And I just thank you for bearing with me. In the meantime, uh, you can check out my podcast on Anchor, but uh, it should be distributing. So I'll have to maybe look at uh, following up with Anchor. And they said that they're on their website, that they're due to COVID that uh, their hours are either like limited or are reduced. So that makes sense. But I don't know if that should be a reason why it hasn't distributed yet. And I don't know, maybe it's not something on their end. Maybe it's something on the end of the platforms themselves. I'm not sure. I'm kind of new to this, but again, just thank you for bearing with me and podcasts will be, uh, you know, wherever you're listening to podcasts uh, at uh, some point, but we're not quite there yet. But uh but here we are, we're streaming, and uh, without further ado, um, I wanted to talk about the uh, independent film studio, Oat Studio, and their film Rekka. And if you're a fan of sci-fi and you enjoy film District 9, then I have to point you your attention to Oat Studio, which is, again, an independent film studio stirred in 2017 by Oscar-nominated South American filmmaker Neil Blomkamp. Yes, the director of District 9. And, you know, I'm a bit surprised uh, how many people haven't heard of this, but to be completely fair, OTCU really hasn't been well publicized. They did a live action story for Bioware's game called Anthem uh, Conviction, but that game didn't really seem to do so well. So I imagine not many people viewed that, and those that did may not have even realized who created it. Neil uh, got a team together based out of Richmond, Canada, and started making a series of short films. I'm not sure how they received their funding, but it seems that working independently has allowed Neil and his team the freedom to explore lots of different ideas. They have a few series, but most of their films seem to act as one, one-off experiments, which do leave you wanting more. And one of their films, which I really uh, left me wanting more was called Raka. On the Oat Studio website, they describe the film as the story of a broken humanity following the invasion of a technically superior alien species. Bleak, harrowing, and unrelenting, the humans we meet must find enough courage to go on fighting. I like that the film starts us out following the invasion. The aliens have already come and conquered. The scales are completely tipped in the aliens' favor. There's no reason that the humans should keep on fighting other than the instinct to survive. It's a bleak scenario. The aliens desolated the cities. They're polluting the airs to acclimate to the Earth's environment. People have been taken to somehow be involved in their breeding program, although I'm not quite sure how that works. And they've been involved in their horrific experimentations. As if that wasn't bad enough, the aliens also have some form of telepathy and are able to take control of people's minds. 
a device has been created to shield a person's mind from their control, but they don't have nearly enough uh, and uh, can only be, and the ones that they do have can only be obtained by working with and coming to negotiations with a criminal and pyromaniac. <laughs> Again, this is an indie film, but have no fear. It looks beautiful. And quite impressively, I could say that about all the films which Otsui has released. And so the same is true for Raka. That style that you're familiar with, with Neil's blockbuster films, is present here as well. And to me, it feels like the spiritual successor to District 9. It's a different world with a different setting, but it continues that merging of human and alien that we saw in District 9. Uh, and I thought that was one of the cool things that made District 9 really unique. It's interesting. If you listen to Neil in an interview, he describes that he's much less interested in story, or as he puts it, fiction, as he is in design and visuals. And one IGN interview, he describes that he hated filming the movie Chappie. He said that writing is even worse. One of the hosts jokingly remarked, maybe you need a career change. But his main interests seem to clearly influence his approach to film, and I quite appreciate how visually striking his films are. And it all feels grounded in reality, because even if it looks ridiculous, it's coming from an understanding of physics and mechanics, rather than creating something which exists purely because we can create whatever we want with CGI. And one of the things that I've always found compelling about really good sci-fi is how it's almost like fortune telling in a way. What you see in sci-fi when it's released seems impossible, but with advances in technology, many of those things which then seemed impossible later inspire and become realized. He says in the same IGN interview that prior to writing is the best part because it's pure creative freedom. So with that in mind, it makes total sense that he would create an independent film studio to have the most creative freedom and to be able to spend more time creating and less time filming and writing. Or at least I presume that's the appeal. So I don't know when we would be in for another full-length film from Neil. I'm not sure how much incentive or pressure he has. I wonder if he would be more likely to create a whole new story rather than continue on with one previously visited. But of all the films which Otsutu has created so far, I believe that Raka has the most commercial potential. I would love to see the story continue. And Sikorni Weaver, the star of Aliens franchise, also appears in Narich, which I think is pretty awesome. Sigourney and Neil had worked together on the film Chappie, and she had this to say about Neil in a total film interview. His films are set in the future, but the future is now. And these issues that he deals with in these stories are so current and so relevant. I don't feel that there is anyone else like him. That's really high praise coming from someone who worked on a film franchise so influential and iconic as Aliens. Again, I think that that's the result of his approach, that when he thinks about story, he looks to the news and current events as inspiration. And speaking of Aliens, there have been discussions that he would direct a fifth Aliens film. 
considering how visually stylized the aliens films are and how influenced Neil has been by them, I think it makes a lot of sense for him to work on that project. But that was back in 2015 and it's now 2020. And between that time, we've had another aliens film once again, directed by Ridley Scott. So who knows? But if you haven't checked out Oates Studio, I would highly encourage you to do so and go and watch Raka. You won't be disappointed. I truly hope that Oates Studio is able to get the recognition that they deserve. And just maybe with more attention, we'll get to see the continuation of Raka. All right. So uh, that's all for this episode. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you'll join me for the next episode of Mike the Mike.